We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Bud Light, this football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. Sooner football has been brought to you by OG&E, power at the speed of life, and by State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. Now, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Second down and six from the seven. Hurts takes the snap, wants to throw. Now he'll run it himself over the right side, gets a block to the five, to the two, to the one, reaches for the end zone. Is he in? Touchdown! It is over at Norman, and Oklahoma has won 28-24 the final for the third straight week. I think you would say they have survived a game in which statistically they absolutely dominated. But Teddy Lehman turnovers kept TCU in it, and they darn near won it. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, unfortunately, what we have come to expect from the Sooners over the last, what, four weeks now is costly turnovers costly penalties and a close football game and uh, we got the same thing again tonight you know we are I'm just inches away from playing a fantastic football game you know those two turnovers inside what both of them inside the 10 yard line right the one to CD was right on the goal line 97 yard pick six going the other way the one Jalen breaks a long run and the uh, the guy you know, pulls it from him inside the 10 or inside the 15. You know, if you cap those drives off, we're talking about a completely different football game here. I know it's an if, but I like everything we're doing right now except for hanging on to the football. If if we limit those turnovers, you go back, you this game, you limit the turnovers against Baylor. You know, things things change dramatically for the way the Sooners have looked here towards the end of the season. And, you know, great win. 
you survived, you advanced, you got what you needed out west with, with Oregon in the in the Pac-12 dropping a game. But you, you got two tough games left. And if you keep turning the football over, there's no telling what can happen. But, man, I'll tell you what I love. This defense has uh, – they've shown up. And a big part of that reason they're showing up is because of the way the offense – is methodically driving the football. 10, 12, 14 play drives helps your defense out immensely. So um, there's some really good stuff here. We just we just got to stop turning the football over, and we're going to look a whole heck of a lot better. Quickly, let's go down to the field. Chris Plank has Grant Calcaterra. Tubby, what a way to end this home season by walking off and talking with Grant Calcaterra. Can you take me through the emotions of tonight, man? Yeah, I mean, just extremely surreal, and you know, I never expected, uh, you know, to go out like this and have this be my senior night. But you know, what a win! And, you know, what a way to do it for the seniors. You know, rest of the guys and whole team, whole fan base. You know, it's just a great way to go out. Can you take me through that moment when you led the team out of the tunnel? You know, I'd never really done it before. <laughs> I really, I never did it in high school, never did it in college, and I was just kind of like, you know, what, might as well. So I just kind of wanted to do it. You know bring some energy hopefully it did so you know i was excited i know that it's been i'm sure an emotional not just 24 hours but this has been a process so what was it like to maybe kind of lift that burden and let everyone know what your plan is you know it was good I, um i was happy to get it out there you know the finality of it was a, a lot more than i had expected but you know i've gotten a tremendous amount of support from family and fans and friends and you know people across the country so you know i'm really a blessed guy you seem to have some fun over there i mean yeah. they, they, this is uh, still a team that's near and dear to your heart isn't it no absolutely yeah i have always having fun with these guys all right and then a final thought i mean for you i mean this is this is it i mean so what's what's kind of the emotions that you're going through right now grant uh really didn't really suck in i'm kind of just still taking it all in um but, you know, I'm extremely blessed guy. You know, that's all I got to say, really. Man, we had so much fun covering you. We love you. Best of luck, bud. Thank you very much. Very cool. Nice job by Chris Plank. Grant Calcaterra on his way off the field. His final home game tonight. He's announced his retirement. OU wins it. The 400th victory in the history of this grand stadium tonight. 28-24 over TCU. Let's take a break. We'll get the postgame thoughts of Merv Johnson when we come back. Rufus Alexander joining us as well. Sooners win the playoff and Big 12 hopes still alive. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. 7.59 to go first quarter. Duggan's got it. Here comes a blitz. Duggan looks left. They got him in the backfield. Jalen Redmond. It's a sack. 28-24 the final in Norma tonight. Sooners win it. Chris Blank, Gabe Eichert headed to the locker room. For their post-game chat with uh, chat with Lincoln Riley coming up soon, let's bring in Merv Johnson, Coach. What are your thoughts tonight? Uh, up and down, back and forth. <laughs> it's it's hard to say. I think that uh, the first three times that we scored, uh, they were very conscious of our passing game, getting deep enough back there, having the linebackers where they needed to be, and we went right down the uh, track and scored up to 21 to nothing right away. And then uh, the next time we got the ball, things had kind of changed. They had, uh, I don't know, maybe moved the linebackers up to where they have to help on the uh, running game. And you back, defensive backs, you're going to have to take this by yourselves. And their defensive backs are extremely good football players. 
and you won't hurt yourself too much if you move those linebackers up there and, and make the uh, run game not as good as it was. And I think through the second quarter, that kind of followed us, and we continued to thro throw deep balls. And I don't know how many deep balls we hit. Not very many tonight. They had us pretty well covered, and I think we kind of knew that going in. But that's a habit that's been awful good to us most of the year. Uh, later on, uh, the third quarter, we just took to running the football more. Uh, and uh, even though the linebackers got up in there, those line linemen, the three linemen they had, uh, had pretty good spaces between them. And our guys could usually get them two, three, four, five, nine yards every time. And that was pretty good. We didn't have to throw the ball much. And... Uh, I don't know. Then we, we threw it down there at the uh, end zone uh, on the eight-yard line and made a rather poor throw or whatever, had it covered too much or something, made a bad play, and they went the length of the field, and all of a sudden we're in a fist fight to handle it. I, I, I think uh, the, the amount of uh, run and pass uh, games that we had tonight, uh, I don't know, was it 600? It was darn close, and they had about that half. Uh, we need to take a long look at that and, and uh, see if we can, you know, become a team like we are. Good pass, good run, but let's uh, mix it up and do what seems to be the best tonight rather than trying to throw uh, a dozen or two dozen 50-yard, 60-yard passes. Rufus Alexander back with us. He watched the game on the sidelines tonight. What do you think, Ru? Um, I, I thought it was uh, a game where the offensive line could have really controlled the game much more if Lincoln Riley would have allowed them to. Earlier on, they uh, Jalen Hurts was able to stay in the pocket as, much, as for a long period of time. And then after that, they kind of started getting a little bit of pressure. But running the ball-wise, that the offensive line – really controlled the whole entire controlled their defensive line pretty much the whole entire game and they were getting a lot of things up the middle everything to the outside they started playing and making their their linebackers come to the outside to help on Jalen Hurts but when they had a double lead to the inside I mean Jalen Hurts would get five six yards at, at will whenever he wanted to um, I think a few times the offense put the defense in a bad situation uh, I think of on that fourth down at midfield, I know it's enticing to go for it, but the way the defense was playing, you kind of punted and play for those guys because they did you, a, they did you a great job by stopping them on three and out in the um, back when they were backed up, making them punted long, and we didn't get the first down we need. You could get back them up again and make the defense play again, um, and you end up giving them the ball at the 50. So I mean, it's high risk, high reward, but the defense I think was playing the day where you can put it on their shoulders today and let them go to work and do what they were doing. Got, I think he got, for the defense, got to show a little bit more confidence in those guys. But they really did a great job today. Buki getting a pick in a big situation. This two games in a row uh, where the defense steps up in the end of the game. And I don't mean to interrupt you, but the defense has not been very good around here the last few years, and it's been much better this year, but even has struggled recently. I'll be dadgummed if these guys, when it matters, don't make plays. plays. I mean, Parnell yes. Motley last year time and time again, uh, this year already, Nick Benito and, and Buki when they absolutely had to have yeah. it. And, I mean, look at the last two drives that uh, TCU had. I mean, backed up, make them kick the ball to the Sooners, right? Make them kick it back to OU. 
Oh, you goes for it on fourth down, come up with a big turnover right there. That's big time. They're, those guys are growing confidence-wise and getting better as a unit. And, I mean, offensively, they put them in a bad situation, and they came and they bailed those guys out on this one. So these last two games, they got to go ahead and say, hey, defense, you really stepped up and really kind of had our backs on that as well. And I, I think sometimes, you know, for, for a coach, you kind of – I think for Lincoln Riley, it's been so much – chaotic on the defensive side and you're like well I gotta go for it and be aggressive whenever I can have an inch or whatever and I need to get it but sometimes if you you don't get that inch it's it you kind of cutting it real close to those guys and putting them in a bad situation but man the defense and what they did to the, what they were able to do is is pretty cool and it really bailed them out at, at, at the 50 yard line and TCU was kind of having some confidence, and the big plays were made. You had turnovers, but we never seem to be able to knock TCU totally out of the game. Whenever we play them home, they always seem to figure out a way to play us super tight here. And always. Always, and it's just kind of like, wow, we're supposed to blow this team out. And it seems like it seemed like Gary Patterson was thrown in the towel. It's a third and eight, and the man called the speed option into the boundary, and he's like, man, he's, he's pretty much tucking it in, 21-0. And then we go and we give a punt back, and then they drive it down, and all of a sudden it gives them a little bit of life. And we're in a, in a fight in the game that we should we could have been dominating. Squeeze in a timeout. i got questions for both of you defensive gurus when we come back. Sooners win at 28-24. We're awaiting the postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. In motion, Barber left to right. Play action, back to pass Duggan. They set up the screen. Got it. Knocked backwards. Smashed. By K9, who threw up the stop sign. I mean, the defense has picked up right where it left off a week ago in Waco. You're listening to the Bud Light postgame show. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Oklahoma, and please drink responsibly. Thank you, Michael Dean. It's time for the postgame interview with Lincoln Riley, brought to you by Travis W. Watkins, tax resolution and accounting firm. We go downstairs to Chris and Gabe. Toby down here with Lincoln Riley. Coach, congrats on the win. Um, obviously, uh, quite, quite the dogfight tonight, huh? Yeah. Weird game, man. It was a weird game. It felt like we were physically dominating the game the whole time. And, you know, obviously the turnovers, you know, were, were you know, what kept TCU in the ball game. And then our defense was ultimately, you know, that and our ability to run the footballs is, uh, you know, ultimately what won it for us. And, uh you know, it wasn't perfect, and obviously we had some errors that, that, you know, we had some great chances to separate. But, again, I give our kids a lot of credit. They're extremely resilient. They're extremely mentally tough. They kind of just keep hanging in there. And uh, it's always a hard fight game with TCU, man. Those guys, Gary does a great job. Their kids do a great job. And I give our guys a lot of credit. We, we, we keep finding ways to win, and I think we're going to get a lot better. You mentioned in the running game, 366 yards rushing, 30 first downs, which is just incredible. What do you think that says about the way your offensive line played tonight? It played well. You know, it certainly felt like one of our best games, and that's against a talented front, not to mention all the things TCU does that, that are that's different, and they certainly changed a lot of things uh, in this one that they haven't done. And so we did a good job. We ran it well. Um, you know, hate to not get paid off as much as we should have for running it as well as we did, but it was – we were able to just kind of control it. We honestly didn't need to throw it a ton in the second half because we were just running it at will. And uh, so, um, yeah, no, it was huge. Getting that last first down was huge. Chewing up a bunch of clock, keeping their offense off the field was great. How about that defense tonight? They Getting a big awesome. turnover. They were great, weren't they? They were awesome, man. They were. A lot of great skilled <laughs> players there. You know, we gave up. 
you know, like two or three big plays. Other than that, there wasn't was much there. I mean, any time in this league you hold somebody 200 yards on offense, you did a pretty darn good job. And then just the enormous plays there at the end after some of the turnovers, after we didn't get it on the fourth down. Uh, yeah, what can you say? Proud as heck of those guys. And then obviously kind of an up and up and down night for Jalen. Uh, didn't throw the ball much. Uh, had, a, had a few turnovers, but... Seems like he was really effective in the running game again. I was. He ran great, you know, just, you know, and he, he really had some nice plays early in the first <laughs> half. I thought made some really, really nice throws, some good decisions. Um, yeah, bad call by me on the on the one that got returned for a touchdown. I didn't put him in a very good position there. And then, uh, uh, but, yeah, he was dominant again in the run game, uh, did some great things, and we'll keep, we'll keep uh, moving on to next week. And I know it's always focus on next week, but are you aware that Oregon lost tonight? Get ready for Oklahoma State. That a boy. Good luck and uh, congrats on the win, coach. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. Uh, he tried. Gabe tried to throw in the trick question at the end, and uh, Lincoln, done. Lincoln, not biting. Oklahoma threw seven passes in the second half, completed three for forty-six yards. Am I kind of nice? Hey, I'm telling you, <laughs> I absolutely love it. There's just you know, there's just a couple of things here offensively. Um, turnovers just killed you, absolutely killed you. And if this is the style that you're going to play, where you're going to run it, what do we run, 64 times? You're going to run it 64 times and throw it seven times in the second half? You got to play to your defense and play the field position game on those fourth downs. Aside from that, man, defensively, look at some of these numbers. They ran 45 plays for 204 yards. One of nine on third down. Um, You're talking about TCU. Yeah, mm-hmm. TCU's offense, what we did defensively. And they ran the ball for 139 yards, but 62 of that came from the one play, the mm-hmm. explosive play from Max Dugan. From the Duggan, from Duggan. Kid. Duggan. So outside of that, between Alana Lua, Anderson, and Duggan, outside of that one play, they had 21 yard, uh, 21 rushes for 68 yards. I mean, that is this is this is the best defensive game that we've played all year. Just fantastic stuff. Plus, uh, an, another interception to win the thing. It was fun. It was fun. If you're gonna play, I, I like the ball control and beating people into submission. You see, you just see offensive line. You've seen a lot of hits. <laughs> That's going down in the middle of that. I mean, 44 is going to have a headache at the end of this game because he was taking, he was getting smacked by everybody all over the fl- all over the place in the middle. So, offensively, I like this ground and pound and just smash people can you guys, upside the can face. Can you guys tell I've got defensive guys <laughs> on the radio crew? Here's the other side of that. I, I don't mind it as well. They dominated the football game. They pe- possessed the ball. They had over 300 yards. They went on long drives. When you do that, it gives you more opportunities to make mistakes. And that's exactly what they've done the last two weeks. They well, keep turning they, the ball over. They made mistakes throwing it. Here's the thing. It, it, one throwing it, two fumbles. <laughs> two, two fumbles. And well, the one fumble was your was receiver get the ball. Yeah. And he, he, he goes. Well, I'm just saying, last week they ran 90-some plays. This week they ran 80-some plays and had a combined six turnovers. So I'm not saying don't do it, but if this is the style you're going to play, that's the danger you bring in because right. that's what the defense is saying. We're going to make you march the field. You're going to run 12, 14 plays. We're betting on you making a mistake at some point. They're, they're, you're exactly right. Now, 
teams that play this style, what can you generally say about them? Right? They do not penalize themselves. They don't turn and they the do not turn the football over. And I mean, Jalen okay. Hurts is walking in for a touchdown. I mean, there is nobody in front of him, and a guy comes from the backside. That's a that's kind of a one off right there. I mean, you got to finish your run, but it, it, I the, love that style. Of the football. point is, though, and, and you're right, Toby. There is because the scoreboard's going to look different. You may win a game. 28 to 24, but completely dominate the thing. And usually, you know, you, if you play like this, you give up 200 yards, you're not going to give up 24 points. But the, the there is a smaller margin for error. Right. You know, so that's that's the that's the world you got to live in. If, if you're going to be a, a pounded out play to our defense, you've got to help them out with field position on some of these fourth downs, and you cannot penalize yourself and you cannot turn the ball over. Let's take a break. We got Brian Odom coming up next. Sooners win at 28-24. I think this is going to be a fascinating postgame show. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. In motion, Kennedy Brooks. Snap hurts. Looks left. Throws in zone left side. CD's there. Touchdown. Welcome back. Welcome back inside Owen Field. Sooners win it tonight, 28-24 over TCU. Hey, Sooner fans. When you download the Chick-fil-A app in order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. Listen to Sooner Sports Talk presented by AT&T with head coach Lincoln Riley Tuesdays from Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue in Norman. Sooner fans can also stop by and visit with Coach Riley from 7 to 8 or Teddy Lehman from 6 to 7. And we go back downstairs. Chris Plank is with Brian Odom. All right, Toby, down here with uh, Brian. Uh, Sooner inside linebacker coach, also famously known as Teddy Lehman's former roommate. Uh, coach, first and foremost, congrats on the win. Take me through that really solid defensive performance tonight for your guys. You know, uh, appreciate you having me, and, and it was exciting to get the win. Um, you know, first off, I think this is my – I can't remember. It's 15 or 16 years of coaching. You know how many times I've won 10 games? How many times? This is the first. <laughs> so well, congratulations. It's a big deal. Yeah. So it, 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 I told a couple of players in a, sec, uh, a couple of seconds ago, you know how hard that is. Man. You know, it's hard. It's hard. Winning's hard. Uh, with that being said, you know, the our, our charge over the past few weeks have been, you know, talking about playing a complete game. I think that um, we came pretty close, um, you know, for the most part. We, we, we had a couple series there where I uh, didn't execute. Uh, most of our calls the the right way, but you know we started very strong, um, and it was you know the third third game in a row that that's finished with a takeaway, uh, which won the game. So, um, you know if nobody believes takeaways equal victory, they uh, we could we need to continue to make people a believer. Now, coach, it, the only thing that seemed to give you guys trouble tonight was some of that QB run game. Um, what was giving you difficulties with that? Because their traditional running back running game, you could just completely shut it down. Yeah, the uh, credit to uh, – they got a great coaching staff. Uh, Coach Cumby does a great job with the offense. That young quarterback is uh, – he's special, and uh, he runs really well. Um, they got to the perimeter pretty quick, um, you know, and I think there's some some things that we uh, – in the second level, talking about the linebackers, probably be a little bit slow to react to it. Um, they tried it a few more times towards the end of the game. We finally got a beat on it, but – uh, it's a matter of executing uh, speed option play, and and uh, but credit to the you know the coaches that they have, and and especially that quarterback, he's a heck of a player. How nice was it to see nineteen, see Caleb Kelly back out there tonight? I was really happy to be able to to get him activated, and and he's kind of been working to get to this point for 
you know, a long time, but especially over the past month, he's taken a lot of reps in practice, and you've seen a gradual uh, improvement from, you know, the first practice he was cut loose until, you know, you, you trust him and put out there at, at critical situations, and, you know, he's a guy that's, that's very experienced and um, does everything the right way, man. I mean, talking about on the field, off the field, socially, academically, and, and uh, who he is as a person, it's, he's, he's pretty special. I know you guys talk a lot about the takeaways, but you hold them to one for nine on third down. I mean, that's that's got to feel good. Yeah, you know, you think about um, three and out takeaway. Uh, if we get them to a three and out, that, that's that's very similar to a takeaway, force them to a punt. Um, you know, if we're not getting the ball back immediately to our offense at that spot, then we need to make them punt it. If they get a first down, now it's our next another next opportunity to get another three and out. So. Um, it's just kind of a, a next play mindset, and it's focused on on your immediate responsibility. And we've executed on third down for the majority of the year, you know. And, and you know, when we have success throughout the year, it's, you know, you can look at third downs, and that's a pretty good indicator of of how we're playing defensively. Coach, final thought from me. You said a couple weeks ago on Coach's Corner that you know, with all the talk about be the fifth for Kenneth, you said we need to get him back to being our Mike linebacker. Have you seen that the last two weeks from him? Uh, second half of last week, and then, you know, I think, uh, obviously I haven't looked at the film, but I think he played very fast. I think he played downhill. Um, you know, he played violent, and, and that's that's the thing that Kenneth has to do. Um, you know, being the Mike linebacker is good enough to do whatever you need to do. And obviously you're no stranger to it, but how excited are you for Bedlam? <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's a game that, um, you know, they always talk about, um, doesn't matter who's got what going on. It's going to be a good game. I know Stillwater is a very tough place to play. Um, they present a lot of challenges for us defensively, and it's going to be a challenge throughout this week. Um, but, again, it's, it's, a, it's about us, how we execute, how we practice, how we prepare, and how we go uh, play on, on next Saturday. Congrats on the win, Coach. Good luck next week. Thank you very much. That's Brian Odom. Uh, Coach Merv, question for you. Um, we saw two OU touchdown play uh, drives of ten plays or more tonight. Four touchdown drives of 12 plays or more last week. Is this the style now for this team? Dominate time of possession. Uh, not necessarily look for the big plays, but help the defense out by working the clock and possessing the ball? Or is this just a product of the opponents we've played the last two weeks? I think a little of both, but probably the opponents. If if they've got a an extremely good secondary like this team has with the four back there it's tough to get behind one of those they may intercept the ball uh, they may fi- uh, f- uh, foul you or whatever but it's just tough and it's the same way last week we couldn't get any uh, long home run plays or anything on deep balls or pressing them and yet you got to keep them back there now to run the uh, lion uh, or the line uh, plays up front with good backs it's how much yards you can gain yarn after down after them and it looks like teams are these certainly these two last teams are trying to get their linebackers in middle position uh, if you throw very many deep balls and are having a little success they back up more and you can run up in the middle if they come up in there uh, there'll be space between them and, and the uh, linebackers, and you could, you may not have to throw over their head, but maybe there's space back there behind them. And I think that has to do with you got to be ready for any of it. And if you know that, the like some of the teams we played, that 
you can throw deep balls, and with the speed we go, we got a good chance to get one every time. And and uh, you know, don't make a circus out of one uh, one particular uh, time that you go out there with the team and try to throw bombs every play. But know at best you do know what they got, and kind of lean that way more or less. And uh, like like this team, we knew the linebackers were going to leave uh, even as good as their linemen are. We knew they were going to back up and try to help out if you're throwing crossing routes or things of that nature, and you can make some yards there. I think that's what you go on. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Coach's Corner, presented by Riverwind every Thursday, 7 p.m. on the Sooner Sports Radio Network and Sooner Sports TV. You, you guys can answer that question coming up. we got Dennis Simmons and Kennedy Brooks coming up. Underway second half in Tucson. Utah leading Arizona 14-0. If you haven't heard, Oregon beaten tonight by Arizona State. We'll keep you updated on that Utah game. Sooners win it here, 28-24. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. Brooks on the right hip of Hertz. Double tight end right with Hall and Willis. To Ramondre Stevens in the back, excuse me. Snap to Hertz. He runs behind everybody to the right. Has the first down to the five. Pushing to the two. Pushing to the goal line. Give it to him. Touchdown! That's your Pizza Hut delivery of the game. Jalen Hurts into the end zone. Pizza Hut, when OU wins, you win free pizza. Go to Soonersports.com slash Pizza Hut for more details. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Sooner Football brought to you by Bank of Oklahoma. Long live your money. <laughs> Stats Kelly is a national treasure, folks. <laughs> Sooners win tonight 28-24. Oh, my gosh. Let's go to some tape so I can compose myself. Downstairs, Chris Plank with uh, Kennedy Brooks, who toted the rock tonight 25 times for 149 yards. Toby, big night for the running game. What, weird game, though, when you guys are just pounding it and, and running the ball like that, and you look up, it's, it's a one-possession game or a right. four-point game. How, how odd was that? Uh, I mean, we kind of hurt ourselves, you know, with the, with the turnovers and stuff, but... We just gotta get better on that, man. It's just that's that's what that's what got us in the one position game because we should have. If we would kept doing what we're doing, man, it would have been a different story. For sure. what, what's kind of your message whenever that happens? And, and Jalen's had some issues with it. You just keep him up. You try to help him out when you see something. I mean, man, just I mean, we just go out there and, and play our game, man. We always motivate our guys, man. You know, man, I don't have to be a fumble. It can be somebody just messing up uh, assignment, man. We all we, we know what we know what we know what we need to do better. So like, we just got to go out there and do it next week. You know, TCU is always a very physical defense. How did it feel for you to have success running the football against a team like that tonight? Uh, it gives us it gives the offense so much confidence. You know. Man, we're on the road. Nobody can stop us, and we proved that today running the ball. So when we get things going, execute everything, man, we're a different team for sure. You know, Coach Odom just was with us and said in his 16 years of coaching, this is his first ever 10-win season. Mm. For you guys, it's it's normal place, right. right? So can you take us through the expectations and what it means to meet that expectation? I mean, like you said, man, it's, it's expected here. So we're <laughs> – I mean, that's, that's what we try for, man, just like a winning – a 10-win, 11, 11-year season, just going out there and just dominating, man. That's that's what we come here to OU and win championships, and that's what we're going to do. And all good with you, right? You're healthy? Yeah, I'm hella healthy. <laughs> all right, man, good luck next week. Congrats. Thank you so much. Busy night for Kennedy Brooks. Um, it was – for so long this year, Teddy and Rufus, we went with running backs, whether it was Trey Sermon or Brooks or Ramondre Stevenson. None of them got to 10 carries in a game. They're spreading it around, and um, Jalen obviously eating up a bunch of carries. 
now all of a sudden because of the injury to Sermon and, and the last two weeks, an emphasis on running the football, Kennedy Brooks, 25 carries tonight. Well, he's fresh, that's for sure. He hasn't been taking a lot of beatings and uh, and all that with a bunch of carries and stuff. It seemed like Jalen Hurts has been the person that's taken a lot of the carries, and he's the guy fumbling the ball and all that stuff. And it takes, after a while, getting beat up on your forearms and stuff, it gets a little easier to pull that ball away from your body. And I think he's starting to see some of those things happen. And Kennedy Brooks out there is fresh, busting through the holes, and everybody's like, man, where this guy's been? So it's good. And you have Ramondre Stevenson as, Stevenson as well to kind of spell him a little bit, and he's a low to hit as well. So leaning more on the run game, and I think it helps out the offensive line also because you got a bunch of young guys up there, and you know, like I said, it forces them to be nasty in the middle, and it forces it makes the game easier for them too whenever you can do that with, a, with some young guys. What, when you run the ball 64 times, someone's got to get those carries, you know. So, I mean, it's just that uh, I don't know, and I'm sure there's a game, but I don't know when the last time we ran the ball 64 times in a football game was uh, because that's more. That, that is been. a direct call out from Teddy Lehman <laughs> for you to get to research. We've been, for the most, most part of this season, we've been snapping the ball less than 64 times a game. Right. And we ran it 64 times tonight, so – um, just and, and here same we question, are. Same question for uh, Murph. Is this the style the rest of the year for this team, or was this a product of Baylor and TCU's defense? Well, I mean, in kind of like what Coach said, I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. I think we're playing to our strengths right now. I think that's that's maybe where we're best and most consistent. And yeah, you know, part of it. Whenever you play a good defense, a lot of the teams we play this year, whenever. You know, you run some of these plays, they turn into 30-yard runs instead of a six-yard run against Baylor or TCU. You know, TCU's the best run-stopping defense in the Big 12 statistically, or they were before tonight. <laughs> yeah, Not so anymore. I don't know what that's going to do to their, their averages after this, but, you know, whenever you play defenses that can get stops, you're kind of forced to go on these long, methodic drives. But, you know, credit Lincoln, too, for, you know, staying patient. I thought that was one of the problems in the Iowa State game is that he didn't stay patient with his play calling and tried to do a little bit too much, and it almost cost us the football game. He was patient. He took what these teams will give them, and it's not nearly as explosive, and it's not nearly as you know, shocking in the, in the box score, but it is just as effective. Speaking of patience, I see lots of taillights. I hear the train. So I know there's a lot of you right now that are waiting Probably not too patiently, but you got your radios on, so we'll keep you company. Same question for you when we come back, Rufus. Let's sneak in a commercial break. Sooners win it tonight, 28-24. We got Dennis Simmons coming up. We got Pat Fields coming up. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. From the eight-yard line, Lamb in motion. Hurts gives it to him. Lamb circles right to the 10-15. Down the sidelines, 25, and he's pushed out of bounds around the 30. You're listening to the Bud Light Post Game Show. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Oklahoma, and please drink responsibly. Thank you, Michael Dean, Dr. Tim Shannon, and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game at midfield for each home game. No more home games this year, but basketball, baseball coming up for info on how your child can become a junior captain. Go to orthoexc.com. Let's go back downstairs. The fellows are with Sooner wide receivers coach Dennis Simmons. 
Toby Outside Receivers Coach Dennis Simmons is, is here with us in the locker room. Coach, first and foremost, kind of an odd night because uh, Coach Riley talked about it. That ground game was going. Your receivers are out there blocking well, getting open, but uh, problems turning the ball over. How do you kind of look back on last night and assess the way this offense performed? Well, obviously, we got to take care of the football, uh, first and foremost. Uh, that'll probably be one of our biggest emphasis this week. Coach, you look at it, um, quiet night for your group, uh, the wideouts, but I felt like they were integral in the running game, doing their doing the dirty work even when the ball wasn't coming their way. Well, I mean, this is part of being a complete receiver here. Uh, they understand that they're going to have to block, and uh, when we're able to to win on the perimeter and win downfield on blocks, usually that produces positive plays. So, I mean, I thought they did a pretty decent job of that. Uh, you know, I have to go back and watch the film to make sure that you know we were hitting all our keys at the right time. Just in general, how good did it feel to have CD back out there tonight? Uh, it's, I mean, he's um, he's like I'm like Linus, and that's my security blanket. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, it's always nice to have him out on the field, have that energy out there. And I mean, you know, they did some things to try to take him out of the game as far as doubling him and breaking him on some things. So, uh, you know, it's it is what it is. Teams have done it this uh, this season thus far, you know, and then able to open up some other areas for other guys. Uh, you know, Ram led the led the night with uh, I think six catches. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how many yards he had, but with six with six catches. So I mean, uh, you know, we we understand that you know there's going to be games and there's going to be you know with him being such a, a talented player and being able to create with the ball in his hand, that teams are going to try to uh, go to that. Yeah, I know he's considered a tight end, but how about that touchdown catch from Braden Willis? I mean, it was a, it was a uh, big time play at a big time moment, and you know, Braden has worked his butt off. You know, even even going back to last year, you know, you always saw that you know once he once he figured it out that you know that, that good things were going to be able to happen for him, and it's, it was nice to see that you know that's starting to come to fruition. When you see the team kind of evolve as it did tonight and really focus on that running game what's your message to receivers just keep blocking I mean everyone always wants the football but do you have to kind of play psychologists at times with them or no no, I mean, I think they're, you know, they understand, you know, at the end of the day, our our goal is to win the football game. And I mean, if it means, uh, you know, us catching it and advancing it to win, then that's what, we, you know, we got to do. If it means us blocking down the field to win, then that's what we got to do. Because at the end of the day, you know, we want to be in the Big 12 championship. We want to be 10, you know, have a 10 win season and, and then go in and, and win next week and, and do the things that we can and do our part, the things that we can control to to help contribute to that. Congrats on the win, Coach. Good luck next week. Thank you. That's Dennis Simmons, and Oklahoma will be in the Big 12 championship. It is a done deal now. The matchup is set. Baylor's win today combined with Oklahoma's win today means we will have a Sooners and Bears rematch 11 a.m. two Saturdays from today in Arlington, Texas. We had a humdinger a week ago. They look good today, too. Brewer took a big shot late. They had to pull him out of the game. They'll still play on me. It's a good question. It's okay. <laughs> a couple of more stats, and then uh, we'll get a final thought from Rufus. This from Mike Houck. Over the last six quarters, so that's the second half of the Baylor game and the entirety of this game, Oklahoma has outgained their opponents 879 to 273. 606 more yards than their opponents over the last six quarters. That's tough. Wow. Question to you before we let you go. It's, I think it's the question of the postgame. The style we've seen the last two weeks, is this the way Oklahoma plays the rest of the way, or is it just Baylor and TCU? I think it's uh, – I think Lincoln Riley plays the style that benefits him that he feels comfortable with in the moment. Um, if 
you, he's struggling with him throwing the ball, and Jalen Hurts is struggling throwing the ball, and he goes to the, to the run game, and the offensive line starts to control the game. He sticks with it. He sticks with the run game. He sticks with giving those guys. But if they're passing the ball and he's slinging it all over the place and guys can't be covered, he'll stick with that as well. He's, he's just sort of a guy that just kind of – he kind of flows into his game plan. Uh, sometimes if some things are working earlier on, he has a script in the beginning, but then after he has to go off script, he goes what fits him and what feels right within the game. And he's one of the best coaches in the country at filling a game out and filling out where he needs to be and where and has a pulse on his teams. And when he doesn't have a pulse on his offense, that's when you see him going to those droughts and they struggle a little bit. You see the dry spells and the down, peri- down periods within the offense, and you're kind of like, man, what's going on? And then you see him figure something out. So I think Lincoln Riley goes the way that his team goes and, and what he feels in his gut and he get the pulse of his offensive line, his quarterback, and the guys that are catching the ball. I don't think this is a done deal as far as them being a ground-and-pound game. It can be stuff that me and Teddy love them doing right now, but – but Lincoln Riley comes out there and they throw the ball all over the lot and score 50 or whatever, we'll sit back and say, man, this quarterback guru coach is doing an unbelievable job. So I think you said it great, Teddy. I think you said it perfectly. You could come into the game with a game plan, but I think one of the strengths of Lincoln Riley is in the middle of a game, understanding what's working, adjusting, adapting, and flowing is the word you used into that. And tonight it was on the ground. Well, there's no doubt about that. I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of factors involved. All right, it's not just a a black and white football game. Okay, uh, what's the score? Are you up or are you down? Uh, how's your defense playing? Are they give Are they doing? Th- are they three and outing people or are they giving up yards and points? And you feel like this is this is a tennis match. So you just kind of take input all of the information in the game and. You act accordingly, and this was one of those games where defensively we were playing well enough to where Lincoln didn't feel like he was going to have to score 50 points to win the thing. And, you know, we slowed it down. We were okay taking four- and five-yard chunks. And, you know, it, it was – we got out of here with a win. Now, uh, back to what we, we talked about a couple segments ago, if this is the way you're going to play it, you have to be 100% with the football – and you have to be 100% with uh, with penalties. And I know those are going to happen from time to time, but you can't keep turning the ball over two or three times a game. You just can't do it. Agreed. Rue, great having you with us. We love your insight as always. Thanks, buddy. Can't wait to see you all in the Big 12 championship. That's right. That's right. Rufus Alexander, let's take a timeout. We've got Pat Fields, Charleston Rambo, Buki, K-9. And when we come back, Jalen Hurts. Sooners win it tonight, 28-24. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. The multi-platinum, critically acclaimed, progressive rock group, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, brings its highly anticipated winter tour 2019 to Chesapeake Energy Arena on Sunday, December 8th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Stop on by your hometown Whataburger and try their one-of-a-kind patty melt with two all-beef patties, grilled onions, Monterey Jack cheese, their famous creamy pepper sauce, all on Texas toast, it's like telling your taste buds how much you love them. 28-24 Sooners win tonight. It'll be OU and Baylor in the Big 12 championship game. It'll be OU and OSU next Saturday night in Stillwater in prime time. Let's go downstairs right now where Chris is with Sooner quarterback Jalen Hurts. Toby with Jalen Hurts. Jalen, congrats on the win, man. Obviously, I know you're all about being 1-0, so happy with the win tonight? I think it's a great team win. Talk about um... Stepping up, I mean, 
defense played great. Um, had some trouble on offense at times. Uh, I take blame for it, but we found a way to win. You know, that's what that's what November is about. Finding ways to get get it done. Hey, and you kept your head up. I, I know it got frustrating at times whenever the turnovers were happening. But what, what's your focus to continue to improve that? I, I know you're wanting to work on it, aren't you? Well, you know, we just got to get better every day. Go out there and uh, have the right approach. Get better every day in practice and uh, apply practice and, and make it applicable to the game. Hey, take me through how well that running game though was clicked tonight. With you, with Kennedy, with Ramondre out there, using your wide receivers, running the football, it was really working. What was the key to that? Yeah, I think our O-line is a credit to our O-line. They did a great job of um, creating lanes for us and, and creating opportunities for us. So um, it's a great job, great team win. Hey, and then a final thought, how about that defense tonight and the way that they stepped up? Man, like I said, getting sacks, I mean, holding them to, what, 200 or something? That, that's very impressive, and that's what it takes to win championship, championships around here. So um, we just got to continue to take steps as a team. Hey, congrats on that, man. Thank There you go. That's Jalen Hurts. A couple of stats before we go back down to Chris. Pick six tonight for TCU. It's the first pick six against Oklahoma since Jerome Baker did it on this field for Ohio State back in 2016. That was a 68-yard pick six. Tonight's went for 97 OU gets their 20th straight win in the month of November. And I believe, I have, I think it's six of the last seven now have been decided by five points or less. All three this month. What was the score last week? Yeah, 34-31. All three this month and three of the four last year in November. Only one that wasn't was Kansas, and it was, what, uh, still a tighter game than it yeah. They're winning November games, important November games, and close. Uh That's amazing. Let's go back downstairs. Great to see Caleb Kelly on the field tonight. He's with Chris. Toby down here with Caleb Kelly. Can you take us through what it meant just to be back out there? Gets a little love from Lincoln Riley and Caitlin. What what did that mean to you? Uh, It's just a lot of hard work. Um, Not even eight calendar months yet. Uh, So I'm at like seven... uh, yeah, I think it's two weeks till it's eight calendar months, so of uh, seven and a half maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot of work. A lot of people had their hand in it. Um, a lot of love just from teammates and just from fans and everybody really just shouting me out and just congratulating me on just getting back. But it's just fun to contribute to my team. Didn't really make a big play or anything, but did my job. And so uh, sometimes big plays don't always come. And so that was real cool just to contribute to the team and just to bring energy as well. Well, you brought energy. And the first time you went out there was a three and out. Teddy Lemon said you might have been mad because you wanted a few more plays. But you'll take the three and out, right? Yeah, yeah. That, it was funny because you do think that. I, I was thinking that. I was like, dang. Three and out on my first one, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to go right back in, but I was like, oh, well, like we're handling business. That's what we need to do. So can't so, be mad at it. So for, for you, obviously, it's it's a new defense, but you were rolling in it whenever you had your first opportunity. How nice then was it to see it in play, you in the system, on the field, in a game? Um, I think, shoot, that's just 
testament to the coaches um, having me write. Um, I, I stayed real involved, went to all the meetings when I was out and did everything that I could to be mentally ready. And then uh, when, when I, it was time to practice, I uh, just had the opportunities. Coach, coaches gave me the opportunities to prove that I knew what I was doing. And so now it's kind of like I'm not going to rust off and having fun playing football again. And, and then a, a final thought. I mean, to, to not only battle your way back, but then to get as many snaps as you did. Can you take us through what that meant? And kind of, I know I've said what's that meant a lot. You're, you're the journalist now, so you got to teach me other ways to set put it. But seriously, can you just take us through the emotions of that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I didn't feel like I wanted to cry or anything. I think it was just like, all right, now let's prove like it wasn't just work. It's it's going to pay off. And so, um, I mean, they gave me the respect by giving me the opportunities, and um, I feel like I did what I could do with them. <laughs> wanted to do more, of course, but um, I, yeah, I don't know. They they respect me. I respect them, and it's it's a lot of love flowing around. And so I'm just happy just to play football. You excited going forward? Oh yeah. All right, man. Good luck. Congrats. Thank you. Thanks, Caleb. All right, good job, uh, Teddy Lehman tasked Stats Kelly and the uh, tandem of uh, Stats Kelly and Drake Dyke, and we think we found the answer. Uh, the last time OU had this many carries in a game, they had 64 rushes tonight. you got to go all the way back to 1997, right? Is that it, Stats? 66 rushes against Syracuse in 1997. A game they won 36-34. What was the yardage then? 66 carries for 341 yards in that game. Tonight they carried it 64 times for 366 yards. So that's not confirmed. That's just a uh, skin in the books yeah. up here. Good job, fellas. 22 years ago was the last time they had this many carries, and it was from a Lincoln Riley offense, Teddy. And you know what? I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I'm telling you, when you play football this way, the numbers defensively are going to improve dramatically. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll get final thoughts from Coach Merv. And, Coach, I want to ask you when we come back about the matchup next week, an important one against Oklahoma State. Your thoughts on that. Sooners win it tonight, 28-24. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by Mercy. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. Shelter Insurance. Find an agent for your auto, home, and life at shelterinsurance.com. And by Taco Mayo. Fresh ingredients built to order. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. You can send your questions to AskSooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football. Doug in the snap, going to throw. Looks left under pressure, steps up. He cannot get away. Ronnie Perkins dropped him. Sooners win at 28-24 tonight here on Owen Field over TCU, Blue Cross, and Blue Shield of Oklahoma, and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and communities. Visit OUTeacherofthegame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored at an OU football game and win $1,000. Back downstairs, Chris is with Pat Fields. <laughs> uh, Patrick, uh, Pat Fields joins us. A much different feel this post game than Iowa State. So take me through what really clicked for this defense here tonight. 
Um, I think, you know, we really just bought into the concept of three and out takeaway. Um, that's that's what Coach Grinch has been emphasizing, you know, the past couple weeks. You know, three and out takeaway, no matter what the score is, score on the board is, no matter the situation of the game, you know, our job is to either get a three and out or takeaway, you know. So we really bought into that. And, you know, that's been our standard of practice. So, you know, we're seeing it pay dividends now. Can you take us through the elation, the moment, the play? that Buki made and how just reassuring that always is to see those fists up on the sidelines. Um, it's big time, and then, you know, I'm, I'm extremely proud of Boogie, you know, just the way, you know, he's con- he's came in, you know, last year, didn't end the way he wanted to, but he stayed resilient. Um, he's worked extremely hard. He's always working on his technique. So, you know, I'm just extremely proud of him. But, you know, that's big time for our defense and our team because, you know, turnovers are a completely change the momentum of the game. Can you take me through just how everyone stayed focused? Uh, as you know, you, you were talking to Jess about a couple minutes ago. You could easily kind of get down and get frustrated with some of the turnovers and being put in tough spots. But this defense, you guys just kind of bowed your neck and went out there and made plays. Um, Coach Coach Ruff said, you know, in pregame in pregame today, he was like, you know, sometimes in life, you know, you don't have to stand firm and let people know who you are, what you're about, and where you're from. And you know, I think I think that was a, a good representation of you know what we did tonight. And then you know, just us buying into the concept of three and out takeaway. You know, it doesn't matter if we're winning fifty five to zero or whatever, because. It, at the end of the day, that's our job. If you go back and look at the Iowa State game, you know, at one point, you know, the game looked like it was a lopsided win, and then next thing you know, it's 42-41, and we're going for a two-point conversion, you know, to try to win the game. So, yeah, Congrats on the win, man. I'm happy for you guys. Fired up about Bedlam this week? Hell, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma boy. <laughs> oh, man, have fun, man. Yes, sir, I appreciate it. That's a perfect transition as we bring in Coach Merv Johnson for his final thoughts tonight. Coach, we got Bedlam, one more regular season game coming up next Saturday night. It'll be up in Stillwater. Uh, no Spencer Sanders, their quarterback, out for the season. They've also lost their uh, great wide receiver, Tylen Wallace, for the year, but they'll be ready. They'll be ready, and they've got a lot of talent. They've got a great running back, as you guys know. I think he's way in the thousands now with his runs, and he gets about 200 yards every week. Uh, so that's the guy you're going to have to really, I think, focus on. And as uh, uh, far as, you know, with, with that type of runner back or out, the young quarterback, I think, is, is doing pretty good, but he's he's not near where the older one was. And, uh, you know, their defense is, is pretty solid. But uh, and, and I watched most of their game, uh, their last ball game, and uh, – uh, I didn't think their secondary uh, was one that scared you to death. You know, uh, that <laughs> that big running back would and some other things. But uh, I think you're able to, to throw better downfield than we've been able to the last two weeks. Now, I, you know, whether that'll be a part of what we set up for uh, the ball game or not, I don't know. But you go up there and uh, you get – it, it's always different than you expect it to be, and you you really can't put a hand on anybody's blame. But uh, but uh, we turn those we turn those real fast freshman receivers loose and see what happens, like it did two years ago. Yeah, that's a good plan. <laughs> Five hundred and eleven consecutive OU football games for Coach Merv Johnson, and uh, we're glad you're with us tonight. For those who weren't with us in the pregame, a scary automobile accident for Coach yesterday. You came out a little bit scraped, but they couldn't keep you from Owen Field, Coach. So uh, we're really glad you're okay and glad you're with us tonight. Thank you. And, uh, you know, uh, when the accident was that bad and I really didn't get 
hurt seriously just my hand and uh you stop and think a minute and and uh, when you take a car out of ever being used again uh you got by pretty darn good and i yeah. did so yeah. i'm gonna try to keep remembering that <laughs> thank you good job tonight coach thank you we'll take a time out i'm gonna hand the reins to uh, chris plank for the next segment we got a lot more post game coming up charleston rambo we'll hear from buki after his big interception tonight kenneth murray sooners win at 28 24 this is sooner football from learfield img college Snap to Duggan, runs right, option right, turns it up himself, squashed by Neville Gallimore. Canadian bacon, a loss of one. You're listening to the Bud Light postgame show. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Oklahoma, and please drink responsibly. Chris? Sooners win it tonight by a final score of 28-24. to They improved to 10-1 on the season. As we've heard from Brian Odom, his first... 10-win season. Fantastic. In his 16 years as a coach. I thought that was awesome. And also for the Sooners, tonight clinches a spot in the Big 12 championship game. But obviously, there are bigger potential landing spots in store for this team. Welcome back to the Bud Light Post Game Show, along with Teddy Lehman. And, uh, well, I'm Chris Plank. Toby and the I guess the coach is gone, right? That's it. Coach Merv is out for the rest of the uh, broadcast tonight. So great job with the coach. We're blessed to have him back after as they just brought up a scary incident. And, Teddy, the one thing that seemed to permeate throughout the entire locker room, and I, I still have K-9 to play here, a little bit of Buki I'll play here in a second, Charleston Rambo was finding a way to win. And they did it on defense. Uh, Stats Kelly with this incredible number. The Sooners gave up just 58 yards in the second half to Baylor. Just 69 yards tonight. In the second half of the last two games, 36 plays, 127 yards. Good football. My goodness. Good football. And what's the key? Long drives offensively. 10, 12, 14 play drives. Possessing the football uh, been critical. And this, this team is, you know, it's, it's, it's a different style, but I like it. You know, we've talked about it uh, quite a bit tonight in the postgame, but um, you, you have to be clean with the football if you're going to do that, and you, you have to be clean with with uh, with penalties. But we, we were just talking over the break. Another benefit of this is uh, a tidy three-hour and 13-minute football game, boys. <laughs> we're, putting some t- we're putting some math together, uh, and outside of we just saw the train roll through, so that might have backed up traffic a little bit. That's really slowed things down. <laughs> but for the most part, Teddy, without any TV in a game like this, we would have been out of here probably, what, about an hour ago? Yeah. <laughs> Even that. But obviously it was a big-time play by Buki, Brennan, Radley-Hiles that ended up cinching it and sealing the deal for the Sooners. And I caught up with the sophomore safety, the sophomore nickelback, just moments ago in the locker room. And it was an emotional Brennan, Radley-Hiles. And you'll find out why. But first, we talked about the play. All thanks to uh, Coach Grinch. All credit to Coach Grinch, man. And the D-line, they got the ball out quickly. Uh, Coach Grinch put me in a great position to uh, make a play for my team, and I did just that. From your perspective, I mean, obviously it was a night where the defense really stood up. What was clicking for you guys? Energy and passion. It's it's unwavering. It's unconditional. You know, whatever situation we were in, we were going to make sure we had it. Can you even take me through that moment? You make the play, crowd goes crazy. Yeah. You're able to sprint down the field. You, but and, and I know Coach Grinch brought you together afterwards because he said, hey, we might have to go back out there. Yeah. But can you take us through what that moment was like? Uh, the moment was, you know, surreal. 
Uh, I recently lost my cousin, you know, you know, so that that was on my mind the entire time. Like right when I caught the ball, I fell and I got up and immediately my cousin was on my mind, you know, and it still is right now. So I feel as if my cousin, you know, his funeral was today. I wasn't able to be there. You know, that was that was him playing through me. That's amazing because I know how much your, your faith means to you and your family. So yes, from that perspective, that had to be pretty special, right? Yes, sir. I'll never forget that. And uh, then a final thought going forward, what can this do for this team? I mean, I, I know it kind of seems like an awful question to ask after such heavy stuff you went through, but from a team perspective, this can really build up not just the defense, but everybody, right? Yes, sir. We're going to keep going forward. We're going to make sure we keep the energy and passion. Congrats on the win, man. Thank you. Brendan Radley-Hiles, obviously part of a defense that did a fantastic job Throughout the evening, Stats just handed us the note and pointed to it that uh, Jalen Rager was held to one catch for nine yards, though he got a couple of P.I.s called mm -hmm. against him as well, too. But I think I'd rather take those than potential bombs that could lead to seven. So, uh, overall, just a night when they can flex their muscles a little bit and feel like they really they played great football tonight. Yeah, and give it up to Buki. You know, um, last year as a true freshman, thrown out there with some – you know, overly optimistic expectations and, you know, had a rough go of it down the stretch. This year, you know, I think slowly he's earned quite a bit of respect out there and he's played better and better football as the year has rolled on and and he's he's capped it off with some nice plays. You know, he's he's been a factor for Oklahoma defensively here over the last couple of games in some critical drives, critical uh, um, moments of football games. And tonight, obviously, that interception, you know, who, who knows what happens, okay? You, you know, there's there's a – I felt good about our defense the way they were playing right now, uh, right during that point. But, you know, if that's a completed pass on a – you know, it's a first down, and who knows, you know, we're, we're fighting for our lives in, in this football game. So, to still it, and we heard Coach Odom talk about it, three games in a row – takeaways to end the football game is critical and I know the one against Iowa State doesn't officially count as a takeaway but uh, we all know what happened so uh, give these guys credit you know whenever um, it's tough moments of the games you've got to get a stop to get out of there they've been they've been big they really have Sooner fans be sure to catch Sooner football 2019 with Lincoln Riley presented by Integris Heart Hospital log on to Soonersports.com for air times on Sooner Sports TV. And uh, Toby's going to rejoin us coming up next, but one quick update. Looks like Utah is about to add another touchdown as uh, Arizona has had nothing This is a offensively. It's 28-zip, first and goal for Utah as they're looking to add and make this even more one-sided. Sooners, though, win tonight by a final score of 28-24. to We've still got uh, Kenneth Murray, Charleston Rambo coming up from the locker room as we get ready for... Not only Bedlam, but a return trip to the Big 12 championship game. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by Allstate. College football is mayhem. Be better protected with Allstate. And by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa credit and debit card. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. The freshman's got the snap. Back to pass. Looks middle. Throws middle. It is knocked down. Picked off. Intercepted. Boogie. It was Boogie. They did it again. Indeed, they did. 28-24. The Sooners win it tonight. We need to compile a list of big plays this defense has made the last three or four years. 
on final possessions to win games. It's been amazing for for a bad defense. Right. Which this is not necess- this is not a bad defense, but the last few years they have not played great defense around here. And there was a stretch this year where they didn't play great defense. But goodness gracious, there have been a lot of knockdowns on two point conversions in the end zone, picks on final drives, and tonight it was Buki. Yeah, it was and Fantastic for him, fantastic for this defense. Uh, pretty special stuff. Um, you know, I like the way they've closed out the last two games. We talked about it. Uh, what was it, 58 yards against uh, – they gave up against Baylor in the second half last week and 69 they gave up uh, in the second half uh, tonight. So they're playing their best football to close out games. And it's, it's pretty special stuff right now. They just got to continue to build on it. You know, outside of, of a couple of drives that, that TCU put together, which is going to happen, guys. I mean, you're going to play good teams with good players. I mean, Oklahoma State's no different next week with a, a running back that's chasing down Heisman numbers, and uh, they got a new quarterback in there. They're going to make some plays on you. They're going to put some drives together and, and hit some, some big stuff and score some points. But uh, if you go out there and get as many three and outs as we did, are as good on third down as we were, one of nine, you know, forced uh, a turnover in a critical moment. You're, you're going to be good. You're going to be fine playing defense like that. Who's your mid first bank player of the game tonight, Ted? Kennedy Brooks, and I thought he was fantastic. Uh, a workman night, 25 carries for 149. Didn't get in the end zone, but a, a six yard average, you know, just his vision. The way he steps through and out of tackles, the way he can uh, manipulate blocks by by waiting for a crease to open up and cutting off of a blocker, I thought he had a fantastic night. Midfirst Bank's a premier partner of OU Athletics and your exclusive home for the OU credit and debit cards. Go to midfirst.com slash Sooners for details. Midfirst Bank is true to your money. It has just gone final. Washington State has defeated Oregon State 54-53. to tonight wow the washington state quarterback 50 for 70 for 606 yards passing six touchdowns and three interceptions washington state had 606 passing yards 35 rushing yards in the game and one amazing let's take a look at our final stats brought to you by taco mayo fresh mix taco mayo fresh mix fresh ingredients built to order Jump in anytime you want, Ted. Sooners tonight, run it for 366. 64 carries, 366 yards. Only 145 passing yards for OU tonight. 85 plays for 511. TCU, 139 rushing yards, only 65 passing yards for the Frogs. They ran just 45 plays in the game for 204 Yards. Quick note here on the rushing yards. I talked about this earlier, but uh, want to kind of reemphasize when you look at the running game, and I know you're about to go through these guys individually, but the traditional running game, Alana Lua, five for 19, and uh, the, the Anderson guy, five carries for eight yards. And outside of Duggan's 60, what was it? A, uh, 62. 62 yard play. We held them to 68 yards on 21 carries, which I think is really, really good run defense. Penalties. TCU had four for 25. They had three of those four penalties on the first two possessions of the Mm -hmm. game. They end up with only four penalties tonight. OU had five penalties for 51 yards. 
Time of possession, 19-plus minute advantage for OU. Sooners had it for 39 minutes and 31 seconds to TCU's 20-29. Which is, you know, this has been something that's been huge here recently that we've seen before. This is time of possession for Oklahoma football. Just toss it out. No no reason to even read it. But it's pretty easy to tell that whenever you're on the field defensively for 20 minutes versus 40 minutes, that's going to make a huge difference in the stat sheet. Third down's big again tonight like they were in Waco. Sooners 7 of 13. TCU 1 for 9 on third downs in this game. OU had only missed one fourth down conversion all year before tonight. They went just 1 of 3 tonight on fourth downs. TCU 0 for 1. Individual numbers, Jalen Hurts 11 of 21 passing, 145 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked once. On the ground, Hurts 28 carries, 173 yards, two touchdowns. Kennedy Brooks, 25 for 149. Ramondre Stevenson, seven carries, 25 yards. Charleston Rambo, six catches to lead the way tonight for 77 yards. And Kenneth Murray had a team-high nine tackles. TCU, Max Duggan, just seven for 21 passing, 65 yards. No touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked twice. Duggan, their leading ground gainer, 12 carries, 92 yards and a score. Hunt, their leading receiver tonight, three for 34. Garrett Wallow had 15 tackles. Washington had 14 for the Frogs. Final stats brought to you by Taco Mile. Fresh Mex, fresh ingredients. The holiday season, find the perfect gift for every Sooner fan on your list at the Sooner Shop. The Sooner Shop is located on the west side of Gaylord Family, Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Come check out the best OU gear in the official store of Oklahoma Sooner Athletics. Back down to the locker room one more time. It's Kenneth Murray. Toby here with K9. Man, I know I know that you were emotional afterwards, but kind of take me through the way that game ended and the defense standing up the way it did. Yeah, man, just um, you know, to be honest, just emotional just because I'm so proud of, you know, what we've came and how far we came as a defense and, you know, the ability to respond and the ability to just block out all the noise and understand that, you know, you know no matter what happens, you know, you know nothing's going to, you know, you know, happen because we're going to go out there and get a stop. And so, um, you know, truly proud of the way we played, truly proud of the way we responded, um, you know, to some adversity. Well, Brian Odom told us a crazy story. This is his first 10-win season yeah. as an assistant coach. How crazy is that? Yeah, he came up to me after the game and told me, you know, this was his first time winning 10 wins. And, you know, I kind of joked with him and said, you know, welcome to Oklahoma. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know, he's been a guy that, you know, played here before, so obviously he knows the tradition. And so um, as a coach, you know, I know it's a good feeling for him, and I'm just, you know, proud as a player to be able to, you know, um, accomplish those things with my coach. Man, how do you feel about where this defense is right now and the way you guys are playing? Uh, taking, going from the second half in Baylor to carrying over four quarters here tonight. Oh, we're climbing. Um, I think right now, you know, really we're just we're getting back to the bases and really understanding that, you know, if we do our job, then, um, you know, things, are, things take care of themselves. But like I said before, we're climbing, um, and we got to continue to climb, to be honest. You know, there's no, no satisfaction, no complacency in, in any of this. So, uh, I'm truly excited to get back to the drawing board and, and get better and continue to climb. Hey, a final thought. How cool was it to look next to you and see 19 out there? Oh, uh, yeah, that was that was crazy. I was actually just talking to him, you know, when Coach Odom told me he was going in. And I kind of just was like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> like he's really he's really about to go in. And 
Um, you know, you know, and the reason why I say that is because, you know, he's just been through so much and seeing what happened to him and him battle back, battle back, and be able to come in and, and contribute is just something that's special. So um, it was just truly special having him out there next to me. Well, congrats on the man. Good luck next week at OSU. Thank you. Speaking of the 10 wins, it's just something that we take for granted around here and shouldn't. A 10-win season for OU. They're now 10-1. and one. That is 17 of the last 20 years that Oklahoma has won at least 10 games in a season. Yeah, a mark uh, most schools consider to be a... Ask them down in Austin. Yeah, no doubt. It, it's considered to be like the mark of a great season, and we don't even like track it or think about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's pretty impressive. All right, let's take a final break. When we come back, we'll look at the scoreboard one final time and try to uh, kind of see if we can figure out where we think the Sooners might be on Tuesday night in the new college football playoff rankings. A win here tonight, 28-24 over TCU. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. Win column, Sooners. Game over. Final score deep into a Saturday night in Norman. It was Oklahoma 28 and TCU 24. Welcome back for the final time to Owen Field. Toby Rowland, Teddy Lehman with you. Chris Plank may or may not join us this segment. A uh, few tidbits here from uh, Stats Kelly left over before we get out. Uh, second half, OU 261 yards to TCU 73. Jalen Hurts, 328 total yards tonight. Second half plays, OU ran 44, TCU 20. Jalen now 3,132 rushing yards in his career. Obviously, that includes uh, Alabama. Uh, Sooners held TCU to no yards, no first downs in the first quarter of this game tonight. Um, CD, 32nd career touchdown in this game. He's now second all-time alone in OU history among receivers. Ryan Broyles, 45, sets the pace. 129th consecutive sellout tonight at Owen Field. TCU still needs one more win to become bowl eligible. On the season, Hurts now 1,156 rushing yards, second most for a quarterback in a season in OU history, and he is closing in on Jack Mildren's all-time record, 1,289. We've had a, a whole lot of great running quarterbacks in OU history, I mean, you know, we ran the wishbone around here for a long time. And barring something unfortunate, Jalen Hurts is going to end this season the all-time leading rusher among quarterbacks in OU history. Well, yes, but also when's the last time we've had a back go for this many yards? Because we've been splitting duty at running back for a long time, and where do you think he's going to end up? He's He's – He's averaging, what, uh, a little over 100, 110 a game or mm -hmm. so. So if he hits that Forget average, the fact that he's a quarterback. Just Right. When's the last time know. we had a running back uh, hit what's probably going to end up being about 1,400 yards or so? I don't know what Samaje put up the year he had a 427. It helps to get 420 in one game. <laughs> According to ESPN Stats and Info, Hertz is the third player in major college football history with 3,000 passing yards and 1,000 rushing yards by the 11th game of the season. <clears throat> They've got quite an operation there at ESPN Stats and Info. <laughs> the feat also accomplished by two other guys, Louisville's Lamar Jackson in 2016, Texas A&M's Johnny Manziel in 2017. Both of those guys, of course, ended up winning the Heisman Trophy. 
Let's take a look at our final scoreboard tonight. Brought to you by Jana King. Clean sweep of scores from around the country. One game still going on. Utah firmly in control over Arizona, 35-0. Final LSU beat Arkansas, 56-20. Ohio State over Penn State today in the horseshoe, 28-17. Georgia got a scare but hung on to beat A&M, 19-13. Alabama did not get a scare. They beat Western Carolina today, 66-3. Set uh, <clears throat> all-important 13th data point there. No, <laughs> they're not getting a 13th data point. Uh, Arizona State upsets Oregon 31-28. We'll talk about that in a second. Minnesota over Northwestern 38-22. Wisconsin beat Purdue 45-24. Excuse me. Uh, Michigan knocks off Indiana 39-14. In the Big 12, Baylor over Texas 24-10. Auburn shuts out Samford 52-0. Notre Dame better than Boston College 40-7. Iowa 19, Illinois 10. Memphis on the road beat South Florida 49 to 10. In the Big 12, Oklahoma State improves to 8 and 3. We'll see them next Saturday. They 20 to 13 win over West Virginia, and it was Iowa State over Kansas 41 to 31. That's your Jana King clean sweep of scores from around the country. Jana King is the king of clean. So, Oregon loses. Penn State loses today. Is it as simple as Oklahoma up two spots to seven on Tuesday night? Exactly right. I think so. That's it? Do you think they would jump higher than that? No. The, they have the same problem they had before if you're grading Oklahoma. Correct. Game control, uh, turnovers, you know, the the critiques of Oklahoma have not changed. So, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't – I wouldn't see them jumping anyone else. Watching quite a bit of Utah here, it's a really good football team. Yeah, Alabama five. Yeah, Utah I th- six. I, OU I, seven. I think it, the top five is going to remain the same, and I think the the Utes will move up to six, and I think the Sooners. I think you guys unfortunately are right right now are seven, but you're in the mix. There's a formula now. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You needed one of those Pac-12 teams to get beat, and then that team win the Pac-12 championship. Well, step one happened. Now you need Oregon to go beat Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. Oklahoma State, where do you think they end up now? I mean, what were they last week? The, last week, Oklahoma State was at 21. So, Same neighborhood, maybe a little up. So I, I think that is um, that. That's pretty good. From I mean, you got what exactly what you needed to happen. Baylor Iowa State was ranked. They they won today. Uh, Baylor beat mm-hmm. Texas in dominant fashion. That yep. that. They dominated that game, gave up a late, meaningless touchdown. But um, So Baylor's going to be highly ranked as long as they finish things th- the way you should. And the other thing is, is that game, that comeback was riveting television. The country's going to want to tune back in to see the sequel in the Big 12 championship, and you're going to have all eyes on that game at that time. So that could We're- be – that would be perfect timing to play your best game of the year. We're also going to know what happened in the Pac-12 championship right. game. That's right. Because they play on Friday night, right? Mm-hmm. Is that still the same yep. this year? They have not moved that yet. Well, Oklahoma's got to win one more game before they worry about that. But some good things unfolded today. Uh, maybe some more good things will unfold next week. We'll see. Teddy, good job. Good job to you, Chris, good job. Fun, fun, fun game. Down. It was a fun game. It's a weird game, but it was a fun game. There was great energy from the crowd. We had good le- – Ted was leading up in the booth. He was pointing out, telling people where to go. <laughs> he like took he control a- tonight. He did. I, I He knew 
His partner was working on one leg, <laughs> and uh, Teddy took control tonight. I appreciate that. But it was all, hey, kudos to the crowd. I, I know some of you might still be stuck in traffic or breaking down your tailgate. Uh, we've closed the chapter on the 2019 season. and You got loud in here in the fourth quarter, didn't you? I did. That was fun. What an environment. Let's take a look at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. Next Saturday night, we got Bedlam. It'll be in Stillwater, Boone Pickett Stadium. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. Our pregame coverage will begin for you at 5 p.m. Monday and Tuesday this week, Lon Kruger's team playing in their holiday event in Kansas City in the Sprint Center. Game one will be against Stanford. Stanford looking good early in the season. That'll be a fun game. That is an 8.30 tip-off Monday night in KC. Kevin Henry joins me for the pregame coverage of that one beginning at 8 p.m. Then they'll play either Butler or Missouri on Tuesday night. This look at upcoming OU events brought to you by Kincaid Coach the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Thanks to our outstanding crew again tonight, Ted Lehman, Merv Johnson, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichert, Rufus Alexander, engineers and producers, Michael Dean and Drake Dyken, Dennis Statz-Kelly, spotter Greg Tripp-Blackwood, Tom Shores, our sideline engineer, and Seth Summer running the show for us back at our Learfield IMG studios. Final score one final time from Owen Field in Norman in the regular season home finale. It was Oklahoma 28 and TCU 24. Until next Saturday in Stillwater, this is Toby Rowland saying, Sooners win and Boomers Sooner, everybody. Sooner football has been brought to you by Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner football, and by OU Medicine, number one in the field. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.